music radio style podcasting, why music copyright is such a challenge and what to do about it. A Facebook forum recently had a post that wondered what's involved in creating a music focused show like the morning radio many of us grew up listening to. Unfortunately, it is not easy to create these kinds of shows, so I'm going to explain why and tell you the steps you need to make this work in this episode of Legit Podcast Pro. Welcome back to another episode of Legit Podcast Pro. I'm Gordon Firemark, the podcast lawyer, and this is the show where I share information, tips, and strategies to level up your podcasting game and create content like a legit podcast pro. So here's the question that I saw in one of the podcast centric forums on Facebook. Are there any more radio show style podcasts out there that incorporate music sections? I grew up with morning radio and it was just a part of getting ready and the ride to school. I love it. Now I cannot find a morning radio show. I enjoy NPR is great, but I want more music in between the pop stations have decent music, but the talking bits are just dumb, shallow content. And you know what they say, if you want it done right, do it yourself. I was just curious if it were even legally possible without me changing careers to have a podcast that combines music into the show. Think about it as a one hour long episode punctuated by music, stretching it to maybe two or three hours designed to be listened to in the morning while you get ready and or commute. Well, music questions like this are among the most common that I get in the podcast space. I get it. Most of us who are older than, I don't know, about 20 years old, we grew up listening to the radio. It was the soundtrack of our lives. We'd wake up and the first thing you do is turn on the music and listen to the morning zoo where the DJs would spin records and in between they'd do interviews and comedy bits and all kinds of other shenanigans. It was very, very entertaining. But here's the thing. Radio is just a different medium than podcasting. For one, radio is transient. Once the show's broadcast, at least usually, it's not available for listeners to listen to again. And if you missed it, well, you missed it. You know, in the early days of radio, the music publishers, and actually even before that, when music was being used in restaurants and nightclubs and played live on pianos and things, the music publishers grew very concerned that these media were going to be using their music, performing the compositions that the songwriters had created, and that that amounted to copyright infringement. The problem is to license all that music would be super unwieldy for everybody. The places that were using the music would need to go to the individual songwriters and they'd negotiate deals for each individual song. And that was true of the radio stations that came along a few years later also. Who'd have to, you know, separately chase down all the stations and make deals with them. And then, you know, every deal would be a little different, perhaps, and so on. So that's why ASCAP was formed. ASCAP is the American Society of Composers, Art, uh, Composers, Artists, and Publishers, uh, Authors and Publishers, excuse me, ASCAP. And then later, a similar organization, BMI, Broadcast Music Incorporated. And later, still, a couple of others, CSAC and GMR is very recent. Anyway, these organizations each act as a collective for their, their uh, songwriters and composers. They represent all of them by licensing their entire catalogs of music to various kinds of venues radio stations among them. They would collect revenue from license fees from each of those uh, customers, and they would apportion and distribute the money to the publishers and composers, the owners of the music, according to a formula based on logs that had to be kept by the stations and so on. So the stations, as well as nightclubs, restaurants, coffee shops, then all of them pay these fees to the PROs for the privilege of using music at their businesses. But podcasts are different. 
When you make a podcast, you're combining the music you use with other material, and you're making a new recording. That is a different right under the copyright law, and it's not one that the PROs are allowed to license. It's not part of the deal. So as a podcaster, if you want to use a song, you've got to track down all of the owners of all of the copyrights involved, the songwriter and the publisher, and if it's a, mu- a piece of music, also the recording. Before the digital era, there wasn't a similar public performance right under copyright law for performances of sound recordings. But nowadays, for the digital world, there is such a right. So recordings of songs, which have a separate copyright, they're separate works, they do have a performance right. What that means is that if you want to use a recording of a composition for a digital product or or a transmission, you not only have to get permission from the composer or publisher, but also from the owner of the recording, usually the record label. And that's not all. <clears throat> because you're going to distribute the new recorded episode, both as a stream and as a download, there are other rights involved. The download actually makes a copy of the song and the recording on the listener's device. Unlike radio, where it just gets broadcast and then sort of disappears into the ether. So that's why it's so hard to make a music-centric podcast and why most podcast music tends toward either the generic royalty-free or subscription-based library music or music from independent artists who aren't signed to labels and publishers, but who also don't get a lot of air airplay on radio and just aren't very well known. So it may not be what you're looking for, but that can be a plus depending on the kind of show you want to do. So what if you really are committed to doing this kind of show and you want to make it happen? Well, there are a few options. One, you could create your show using Spotify's podcast with music feature. Now, this is not a seamless radio show style thing. It's basically you talk for a bit and then you notify Spotify, okay, play a particular song at this point or two songs and then back to the talk and it's sort of talk, 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 hard stop, music, music, hard stop, talk, 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 hard stop and so on. Spotify sort of does this all programmatically, but it's not a seamless transition. There's no talking over the tail end of the music or things like that. And it's only available with the full songs to Spotify's paid subscribers. The rest of us would just hear 30 seconds or so of each song and then Back to the talk. And it won't be distributed with the music at all to people listening on other services through RSS feeds and those kinds of things. That's because Spotify has a deal with a uh, with an organization called SoundExchange that acts like the PRO for the recordings. But that deal only allows for this if it's a non-interactive stream. That is, the user can't navigate back and forth to listen to just the songs, can't be downloaded, and so on. So it's limited to Spotify's paid service only. Now, the other approach is to actually license all the music for your show. Now, that's not that big of a deal if you want to use one song as your show opener or something like that, or just once in a blue moon. It takes a little bit of time and those kinds of things, but you know, you can make a deal, and, and I'm aware of some very big famous podcasters who've made some really cool deals for a particular song that is the the title song of their show or something. But if you want to do a radio show like we've been talking about, well, and you want to use famous songs and recordings, you're going to have to spend an awful lot of time tracking down the owners, requesting licenses, negotiating the terms, and you're going to spend a lot of money paying for the right to do it. And because ASCAP and BMI don't license all the rights you'll need, It's going to be better just to bypass them and negotiate all of the rights directly with the copyright owners, if you can. So if you've got the staff and the budget to do this, awesome. Expect each license to take at least a few weeks 
and plan your production distribution schedule accordingly. Now, over time, all of this gets more streamlined as the owners get to know and understand you and the deal team, deal, deal teams become more consistent and so on. And there have been a couple of companies that sort of tried to get in there and become the middlemen for this kind of thing. But it's been years of them trying and so far success has been, well, mostly elusive. So here's what I think needs to happen before radio style music podcasts can become a reality on a large scale. First, podcasters have to be willing to pay for music. Number two, music copyright owners need to see that there's a business case for doing micropayment kinds of deals tied to a smaller audience numbers so it's accessible for podcasters. And podcast creators need to build audiences that are large enough so that the revenue model works all the way up and down the economic ladder of these kinds of shows. And a licensing clearinghouse really does need to be established. Perhaps it's ASCAP and BMI or SoundExchange or whatever. Maybe they can get their repertoires into doing this kind of thing. Or maybe we need one of these other newer companies to come along and, and really take the lead on that. But so far, as I said, success has been elusive. And finally, the music catalog available for these kinds of deals needs to be big and comprehensive enough that most or all of the songs that you want are covered and available. So unfortunately, I think we are still a long way off from getting what we want in this kind of thing. Now, one other thing I just have to say, I talk about fair use a lot. And for those of you invoking that argument, I'm just going to say that what this post asks about and describes would absolutely not be fair use. It's basically a substitute listening experience for the music. So I'll talk more about music and fair use in a future episode. But for now, I'm Gordon Firemark, the podcast lawyer, and I am back every Thursday with a new episode of Legit Podcast Pro. So I'll see you again next time.